the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Powered by the Wall Street Business Network. This is Business 1440. KYCR. Golden Valley. A service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The president is recovering from a COVID-19 diagnosis, and he says he is able to work during his quarantine period, which began yesterday after he and the first lady announced that they were both infected with COVID-19 and will stay mostly out of the public eye for about 14 days. The president being treated at Walter Reed National Military Medical Center out of an abundance of caution. Described as feverish and fatigued after treatment with an experimental drug therapy for the new coronavirus, President Trump made a point of walking out of the White House to a waiting helicopter. That's correspondent Jackie Quinn reporting. The experimental antibody drug given to President Trump has been called one of the most promising approaches to preventing serious illness from a COVID-19 infection. On Wall Street Friday, the Dow was down 134 points. This is SRN News. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway. That right there. Approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many Americans find such wonderful pain relief. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week quick start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety-five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. We're here with another satisfied JTR Roofing customer. What did your home need? We needed an exteriors update. We needed roofing, siding, um, entry doors, and our storm doors replaced. Why did you choose JTR Roofing? After meeting with their sales team and looking at the products that we're offering, as well as the warranty, it was an easy choice to choose JTR. What did you think of the work JTR did? The job was completed in a timely manner. The crews were very professional, and the workmanship was outstanding. We didn't have any surprises along the way or on our final bill. JTR was very knowledgeable and made it very comfortable from start to finish. Our house looks great. We received multiple compliments from friends and family. I was 100% satisfied with the work from JTR. Go to JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. That's JTRRoofingInc.com. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. The Wall Street Business Network is on the air. Uh, I'm excited. This economy is on fire. It's the King Banyan Show. Let me emphasize that correlation is not causation. As an educator and former legislator, Professor Banyan steps out of the classroom and onto the airwaves to break down the local and national economic news that matters to you. Unemployment is low because everyone has two jobs. Please bring on the recession. It's the King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Now, here's King Banyan. Oh, they took our jibs! They took our jibs. Yes, it's Job Saturday on the King Banyan Show. I missed the... I messed up his timing, old Wyatt, there. Uh, Sorry about that. Just wanted to be... Want to make sure we had the uh, the job Saturday marker here. It's job Saturday on the King Banyan Show here on Business fourteen forty. Thank you. Good morning. Um, I think it's going to end up being a nice, so cool day. I think, but uh, I think you'll you'll end up enjoying uh, the first 
Saturday of October, uh, which uh, normally means it's time for Job Saturday here on the show. I note to you from the beginning, uh, and it, from the beginning, it's not the most important thing happening in the world right now. Right? I actually would argue the election's not the most important thing happening in the world right now either. What what strikes me as important is uh, is praying for the health of our leaders. Um, and I don't think that matters whether you are a, a supporter or a detractor of the president. Um, our thoughts are with him. Uh, my, in my family, those go as prayers uh, that we send up, uh, and we, we, hope every, we hope everybody gets, gets better soon, and we pray for an end to the pandemic, don't we all? Um, and it weighs on us. It weighs on the, the uh, statistics we're going to talk about. So I'm apologizing in advance for, for this, and I'm only going to do it once because, frankly, if you were interested in the politics of the pandemic, if you're interested in what impact the president's uh, diagnosis of, uh, of contracting COVID has on the election in five weeks, my brethren – Brad and Mitch can cover that for you and over on our sister station, AM 12A of the Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 1 to 3 on the weekends. Mitch today, Brad tomorrow. Uh, you you can get all that right there, just like, uh, did you listen to them after the, uh, after the debate on Tuesday? And doesn't that feel like so long ago? Okay. Um, I'm a huge fan of Dave Chappelle. I don't know if I should admit that or not, because, um, yes, I realize that he has language we could not possibly use on this station. But I'm a fan anyway. Um, for the one piece of advice that he gave that I've always thought, you know, I should probably pay more attention to that. And the advice the advice was when he was thinking about getting out of stand-up and being told he should do movies, he should do a TV series, he should do that and that. And he was being pulled in many directions, and he says, "Finally, I got the." He said, "Finally, realized what I need to do is to stay in my lane." Okay, the lane of the King Banyan Show is a Job Saturday report, straight up, all the data. What does it mean? What's happening right now? And all this other stuff um, that's happening in the moment in politics doesn't doesn't impede on the fact that we've got a we've got work to do. We're going to stay in our lane for the time for the time being. Even though as it gets closer and closer to the election, it's hard to do that. Having said that, I'm going to do something with you that in the next hour that's a little bit different because I'm not because I'm going to stay in my lane. But I'm going to stay in my lane insofar as I need to think about what is the situation for 2021, because this is the question people begin to answer. It's now October. I'm now in the fourth quarter of 2020. If all if all a forecaster ever had to do is predict the current quarter, it's really not. You really don't have much need for uh, much need for uh, a, a human being as a forecaster. We can build you some. We can build you things like uh, the GDP now, or or other things that could GDP now, uh, um, or the GDP uh, nowcast that comes out of the New York Fed. You could plug the numbers into a computer, generate something that would be pretty close to accurate. Um, now you wouldn't need any explainers, just like me. And if you want to think about 2021, you have to think about what happens next month. And so. I'm going to run through some thinking about 2021 and tell you on that basis, what about my 2021 forecast? Do I have to wait to see what happens in the election and what things can I say are going to happen regardless of what happens in the election? Okay. In the technical language of a forecaster, we call this conditional forecasting. If this, then that. If not this, then not that, but the other thing. That's what we're going to do here on the show today. But first, Job Saturday, just the way you like it. All the numbers, none of the nonsense, not much in much in the way of spin. And there are there are a 
three points I want to make today. I'm just going to lay them out to you right up front. We're going to use some quotes to get at them. But I want to I want to um I want to have clarity on what it is what it is I'm saying. All right? First of all, people who were surprised about the 661 number including me I had thought the number would be about 1 million would be about 1 million I thought it actually would be on the private payroll significantly higher than 1 million government employment I knew was going to fall I knew was going to fall for technical reasons and that and that in trying to predict this I thought I thought we'd get get a get a wash so people said 661 well it underperformed the economy and by the way it's the last one before the election so people got to remember the economy underperformed in the last in the last month we measured before the election okay that that's a whole lot of in the words of the great nobel economist uh Doug North uh he would refer to that as a whole lot of apple butter um it did not it did not perform stronger we've always said that things were going to slow down that that you'd get some you'd get the low hanging fruit and then you'd have to work harder to get back the last 50% of the jobs that were lost during the pandemic that that certainly appears to be happening but one thing is the 661 the 661 number is the is the is actually the good news. The 7.9% unemployment rate drop of half a percent from where it was previously is actually the bad news. And why is it the bad news? Because as many of my listeners will know, the reasons why the, there's a couple of reasons why the unemployment rate can drop. One of them can be we've got more people unemployed. My city, we got more people employed. The other reason can be we have more people who just dropped out of looking for work. And in this month, it was more of the latter than the former. And it's worth exploring why that's true. The last thing, the last thing that I want to talk about this in this hour is what is... What does this mean as I start to build up my forecast for 21? What does it mean for the remainder of this year? I think it has a couple of impacts. And I think we saw these in what happened in the in the market uh, in in uh, Washington yesterday. Okay? Ignoring ignoring what's going on at the White House. What was happening at at, at the Capitol I think has more importance on the assumption that that the broad majority of 74-year-olds who get COVID survive. So I'm going to actually push this to the background and focus on only the fact that the key, every time it looks like they're going to leave Washington without a stage, a, a stage four stimulus bill, they seem to come back. All right. If you have the if you have the track, Wyatt, you should leave this segment with with uh, uh, break up just to make up. Okay, I'll look for it's it. An old seven. It's an old seventy song. Okay. I think you're getting a deal. I've been saying this for a week and a half, and I was with some folks last week and playing golf up north. That's why you had a best of last week. And I said, ah, they're going to get a deal. They can't help themselves. They're going to get a deal. And someone says, well, what, what's it going to be for? And I said, eh, it'll be one and a half to two trillion dollars. And of course, I have some friends that I golf with who are who are uh, are detractors of the president, fans of uh, fans of uh, of uh, the Democrats, and said, well, I'm not going to agree to that. That's not enough money for this or that. And I said, really. Two trillion dollars is not enough money. What planet do you live on, pal? Uh, but um, I said, I said it's going to come in somewhere around there. 
The shape of that deal is happening even as we speak, and I actually expect sometime in the next week they're going to sign it. I think it's going to happen, and it's going to happen soon. They keep walking out the door like, you know, it's like your it's like your five year old who announces they're gonna they're, that they're leaving home because they don't like the fact that you didn't hit serve dessert tonight or that you served pudding rather than ice cream and they don't like pudding, and so they start they make a show of put, putting stuff in the suitcase, starting to look out the door, walk out the door, and every and every third step they turn their head back like, Are you gonna stop me from doing this? That's been. That's actually been uh, Speaker Pelosi and the Democrats for about three weeks. It's all on them. I do believe that the White House believes they can walk away without a deal. And I actually believe that uh, particularly after the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, uh, Senate Republicans are like, you know, we got some important stuff to do. We really could afford not to have to do this. But if you guys work it out, yeah, we'll we'll rubber stamp that stuff. It's going to happen. And, I'll, and and the shape of it's coming right now. And I'll, I'll, we can show you why that happened here, too, coming right up. That's a long introduction to, to Job Saturday, but it's important that you understand these are the things that are happening right now. We actually had a better jobs report than, than people think, but with a lot of people stepping out of the labor force, and it, it's a real concern, why are they doing that? I'm, I, have, I, have, I have some thoughts about that. And then lastly... This jobs report probably seals the deal for getting a stage four stimulus bill and probably happens in the next week to 10 days. We'll be back after this. King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Limitless access to business and investment strategy. Listen to Business 1440 with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and invest worldwide. Land of 10,000 lakes has a nice ring to it, but actually Minnesota has more than 11,800 lakes. But who's counting? Well, there's Ann Lake, Balsam Lake, Cass Lake, Detroit Lake, Eagle Lake, Fox Lake, Gull Lake, Hidden Lake, Adam Lake, John Lake, Craze Lake, Lean Lake. But if water isn't your thing, Minnesota is also home to amazing hiking, biking, and more. Find your true north. Visit exploreminnesota.com. Torrey Lake, Rainy Lake, Silver Lake, Toad Lake, U.S. Lock and Dam Pool 5A, Boss Lake. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. Recently, someone asked if my brother Eric was still around. Eric? <laughs> Are you still around? I am still around, and a lot of things have changed over the years at Kingdom Builders, but one thing that hasn't changed is that we're not salesmen, we're just great roofers. He's the guy that takes care of our gutter side of the business. If you need gutters or a roof, give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up at thekingdombuilders.com. Hi, this is Matthew with The Kingdom Builders. With the severe weather we've had recently, you may have had some strangers knocking on your door, saying you need to sign something to get weather-related damage on your home covered. We love coming to people's homes for no-pressure, no-obligation consultations. We don't want you to feel pressure to sign anything. If you'd like an expert from the Kingdom Builders to come take a look at your home or just to talk to you about how the insurance process works, we'd be happy to do that. Look us up online at thekingdombuilders.com. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Smith I'm Staff Sergeant Alex I'm Staff Stewart. Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member and of... And I'm proud to serve in the United and States. And I am Air proud Force. to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com 
Frustrated with your child's school progress? Then you need a half-off learning voucher from Sylvan. Get a $2,500 Sylvan learning voucher for just $1,250. Only two available. Go to this station's website, click on the More tab and Half Price Offers, or call the station now. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440. Oh, there it is. Okay. Hang on, hang on. I hate it when I've got the wrong darn, darn file up. Gosh sakes, what are we doing here, Banyan? All right. Six five one two eight nine four four seven seven. The number to call with King Banging Show Business fourteen forty. Thank you for being here today. Let me get to the payroll piece first, because because you want the, you probably want the good news before I give you the bad. So let me give you the good news. The good news was most of most of the job gains in September happened in the sectors that got hammered hard during the during the pandemic meaning leisure and hospitality still beginning to grow, meaning that, meaning that um, uh, uh, retail trade continued to grow. Retail trade of the 661,000 jobs, retail trade added 142,000, leisure and hospitality 318,000, two-thirds of it occurring in food services and drinking places. Important to note and uh, indeed, I've got a I've got a clip to this effect. Uh, uh, but I want to, in fact, I, we should play these. This was noted by um, Tyler Goodspeed, who is the acting chair of the Council of Economic Advisors. Confession: I have never heard of Tyler Goodspeed. I have no idea who this person is. Let me also say, if that's the person you're trotting out to cover the jobs report. On uh, you know, cover the jobs report, the last jobs report before the election. My guess is the White House had other things on its mind yesterday. But anyway, let's get. I want to get his clips in right away here. So let's let's just go ahead and play. This is the first Tyler Good Tyler Goodspeed, acting chair of uh, acting chair of the Council of Economic Advisors yesterday. Well, we certainly would, as always, have hoped to see a bigger monthly jobs gain in September. Uh, when we're looking at the data, what we see is that the private sector added 877,000 jobs in the month of September. Just to put that in perspective, pre-2020, that would have constituted the third biggest monthly jobs gain on record. And this is in the context of nine states actually reversing reopening during the month of September, including the states of California, Texas and Illinois. So the first, second and fifth biggest economy, state economies in the U.S. And a further 10 states were pausing reopening during the survey reference period. That's an important point. The, the reference week gets, gets dirtied up by the fact that we did have states putting back restrictions in place in early September. Now, it's not much of a secret why that might have been happening, right? You had outbreaks happening at several places. Um, many of them, you know, it, it, it's interesting, right? What's in the, you know, Sturgis is now in the rearview mirror. Nobody talks about that anymore. Here's what people are talking about. Schools. Schools being, being opened and, and students getting together. If you go back three to four weeks, what were what were the things that we were all talking about? We were talking about in late August the the the, the uh, suspension of uh, in person classes at places like North Carolina Chapel Hill, Notre Dame, Michigan State. But there were other places where you saw governor governors uh, having to reclose bars in, in Texas or 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 have county restrictions come in place in in California. Uh, and, 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 and so these were really so the fact that you ended up with 
with 318,000 jobs, 200,000 jobs added in food services and drinking places. Despite that, right, food services down, still 2.3 million jobs. Leisure, and, uh, excuse me, retail trade still down almost half a million jobs versus where it was in February. So there's 2.8 million of all of, of all the change just in those two industries. All right. So if I look at what's the what's the entire gap since February, right? If I look at what's what's the entirety of the gap since February, um, maybe the better way to look at this is the fact that there's is the number on permanent job losses versus temporary job losses. But I want to I want to set that aside. Let me let me play the other clip. This is also uh, Tyler Goodspeed, acting chair of the Council of Economic Advisors, yesterday. More than 50% of the jobs lost in those horrific months of March and April, uh, but there is more work to, to be done, uh, and the, the remaining 48% are certainly going to be harder than the first 52%, and that is why the administration remains committed to achieving a phase four deal that would include provisions like a reload of the, the Paycheck Protection Program, that would include a second round of economic impact payments. Uh, that would include support for, for airlines that have been, been really struggling. That's an industry that's been really struggling uh, in, in, in the, this, this pandemic context. Uh, and we're very keen mm-hmm. for movement on that front. And, and that my colleague, the Treasury Secretary, remains engaged and talks are continuing. So there you go. That's the White House saying, we still want to make a deal with you. We still want to make a deal with you, even though the even though Speaker Pelosi came out and said the the stimulus deal that they were offering was the heel of a loaf of bread at two and a half trillion. I, they're going to come down a little further. They're going to they're going to find something that they're going to pass. We'll just we'll we'll, we'll say that, but we're going to do a little more of that that forecast here uh, in the next hour. Um, so, so why was the number so low? Why, why am I excited about, about a number of 661? Well, you heard good, uh, Chair Goodspeed say that private sector jobs, private sector jobs were, let me, I've got to grab the right table here. Excuse me a second. Private sector jobs were up, um, we're, we're up 877,000 versus the headline number of 661. So if you take the difference between those, you know that must be the drop in government jobs. Now, some of this we already knew. We knew that 300 and we, we knew that 34,000 census workers were going to come off the books somewhere between 35 and 40 I actually saw estimates that were like 40 or 41,000 it turns out the number the number the total number of federal job the total number of jobs from the census reported to have ended during the reference week versus August was about 34,000 the bigger difference here actually comes from schools much like what we did here at St. Cloud State, where I'm talking to you right now, where we've just finished our sixth week of classes, we had faculty here on campus working in the first week of August. Many school districts trying to figure out how are we going to deliver the plan we have to keep our schools safe for our teachers and staff and, and for our students and their parents and grandparents. They're already back at work in January, and they're already back at work in, uh, excuse me, in July and August versus not being in place until early September, the Labor Day start that is true in many parts of the country, including the U.S. Now, I've tweeted to you at Pound KBRS a slice of the table from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, which shows this number, and you will see that you will see that the number of jobs that were added in the 
in schools, local government education, fell by 231,000. But if you look at that same piece, and I've circled the two pairs of numbers, the not seasonally adjusted number went up by about three-quarters of a million, indicating that on average, in, in, uh, between August and September, the unadjusted gain is about a million workers. About a million or so teachers are not, and staff, the people running the cafeterias and, and cleaning the floors and all that, uh, that, group, that group is normally about a million workers in the United States. Many, many of those teacher, teachers have been brought back sooner. Meaning that in August, the seasonally adjusted number jumped by about 200,000 200, workers. It added, that's just from on the local government side, but then subtracted 134,000 overall in, in September. Uh, going looking just at the education sector, jumps up about 130,000 in August, and then falls, then falls that 231,000 in September. It's just, it's basically an anomaly from when you brought your teachers back to work. If they are, if they brought back, they brought back two weeks earlier. It makes your August number look better, and then makes your September number look worse. It's just how the seasonal adjustment works. I don't think we really grasped in any way how big a difference that was going to make. I think you should pay attention to the private sector number rather than the public, the private sector number rather than the total non-farm number. And at 877, it wasn't quite what I thought it would be, but it's not bad. It's not a bad number at all, right? I think, I think the jo- the payroll survey numbers were the better looking numbers in here. That's the good news. You might want to go away for a while because after this break, I'm going to give you the bad news. The bad news is we've got some issues with labor supply, uh, and and what's happening under COVID. We'll be back after this. You. It's gonna be a long, long winter. I'm United States Surgeon General Jerome Adams, America's doctor. And all across our nation, we've taken steps together to slow the spread of coronavirus. Now we must continue to take personal responsibility to protect ourselves and our loved ones. Because even though not all of us risk a severe case of coronavirus, we all risk getting it and spreading it to others, maybe without even realizing that we're sick. So if we want to get back to school, back to work, back to worship, and back to overall health, there are things our country needs to do. We need to follow state and local guidelines, take extra precautions if at higher risk, wash our hands frequently, stay six feet from others when we can, and when we can't stay six feet from others, please, I'm begging you, wear a face covering. These small actions will make a big difference. So I'm asking you to say it with me, America. Coronavirus stops with me. You can learn more at coronavirus.gov. Produced by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services at taxpayer expense. How do you define strength? Is it physical? Or is it mental? Maybe it's both. Maybe it's whatever empowers a person to dig deeper, fight harder, and overcome obstacles that once seemed insurmountable. Discover how much stronger and more confident your children can be. Encourage them to participate in a sport when they go to high school. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim 
claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-482-8399. 800-482-8399. That's 800-482-8399. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we recognize that this school year was a little different for you, with families learning how to work and learn from home together. We also recognize that this won't last forever. As you look ahead to the fall and a new chapter in your child's education, TwinCitiesTuitions.com will proudly be here to help with 50% off your student's first year at a brand new school. To see a full list of our partnering schools or for more information, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, Business 1440, 651-289-4477. Your questions and comments are always welcome here on the show on a job Saturday. Yep, it's jobs Saturday here on the King Banyan Show, um, meaning we're taking a deep dive and we've looked at this. Um, tell people, hey, you know, say, oh, only, you know, it's really going to be hard to get back the rest of the way. Only 661,000 jobs. Well, basically what happened is some of the job growth that we saw in, in August was pulled into August out of September. And in particular, it's that stuff that came as a result of, it's the stuff that came as a result of uh, schools getting ready and actually bringing people in sooner to get to get things ready now let's turn to the let's turn to the other the other side of the coin the the uh the data on uh the data on the household survey the top line number 7.9 percent on the unemployment rate um is obviously good news to most people um and and but it hides uh of course a lot of a lot of things let me uh let me go back and this I had the wrong chart up to begin with. Um, if you look at the if you look at the information, the number of people employed on the household survey, right? So rather than looking at payroll numbers, I am in fact looking at instead of looking at payroll numbers, I'm actually now looking at the results of really the Census Bureau does the actual work of going out and calling households and asking them, are you working? And if you're not, why not? Uh, have you looked for work in the last four weeks? Uh, and, and so forth. What happened was we had a significant jump in the number of people who are, who are actually out of the labor force. It rose, it rose from... 99.7 million workers to 100.6 million workers. So approximately 900,000 workers, 900,000 people over age 16 chose to get out of the labor force to stop looking for work. That is so what you do when you want to have a measure of when you want to have a measure of the unemployment rate, what you take is the number of people who are unemployed and you divide it by the number of people who are the number of people who are in the labor force much of that so the number went down by quite a bit the number of people unemployed went down by quite a bit but they didn't move into being employed they moved into exiting the labor force so labor force participation rate fell from 61.7 to 61.4 so that the number we had for august was Perhaps anomalous when it went up by three tenths percent. We were kind of excited about that. Just as a reminder, in September of 2019, that number was 63.2 percent. So we're still almost two percent below. That's almost five million people who were in the labor force back in who were back in the labor force back in 2019 and not in 2020. And so the question has to be, who are they? Who are these? 
who are these five million people? Where did where and what are they doing? A few facts seem to emerge to emerge in my mind. Let me first look at a, a chart that looks at. Let me let me look a little bit down here and and ask first of all what's happened to the number of the number of people in the labor force who are male and female and say is there a difference between men and women and there you can see it's there's a pretty significant difference of the of the nine hundred million people who have exited the labor force over this period about seventy percent of them are women. That kind of makes sense to you. If you've got people, if you've got children needing to be taught in a hybrid setting or being taught completely remotely because that school district, for whatever reason, whether you think it's valid or not, doesn't matter. If that school district decides that your stu- that students cannot come to the school physically, you need to provide somehow for their care. And there are some families that have made the decision that they're not going to have their kids, they're going to actually homeschool their kids rather than have them have them uh, participate through through the through a tablet or laptop. Okay, in our society that tends the the parent that that does most of the work in that setting tends to be the the female of the household rather than the male. So I think that's part of it, but I don't think that's even the most the, the most uh, significant reason. Let me turn let me turn to looking at looking at it by race because you're hearing a lot of discussion about uh, about racial differences. And here you get you get an interesting story as well. So what share of the labor force do you think are 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 uh, black or african american the answer the answer to that is is approximately 12 to 13% yet in the month of september the number of workers about about 22% of the workers who exited the labor force are black or african american very very few only about only about a, about 10 to 12 percent of uh, of those are Asian American and if you look for the number, the share that's uh, that is of uh, of Hispanic or Latino uh, uh, Latino um, that's also about 200,000 out of a number that is much larger there's we've got there's over 20 percent of our workforce that uh, identifies as Hispanic or Latino so where is this happening? What kinds of choices are people making? Because I believe this is a choice. Labor supply is usually a choice to work or not to work. It's not so some people get frustrated and they walk away and they say, "You know what? I'm I just not I I just don't think I can find a job right now." And I'm just going to, and, and I give up. But if you look at the number of people who identified in the survey saying, of those people who are not in the labor force, say how many of them actually currently want a job? That's only one-third of the change. Two th- let me say that in a different way. Two-thirds of the people who identified as being not in the labor force in September compared to August, that increase. And they're not always the same people, right? They're people going in and out of that pool all the time. Two-thirds of them aren't looking for work right now. So what are they doing? In talking to uh, a group of uh, engineers this past week, in talking to a group of HR managers, um, my conclusion is that you've got people who are who are getting into their 50s and their 60s, who look at the differential impact of COVID on, on older people and deciding, I'm done. 
I have a good friend who's who who is a who is an optometrist and a and a really a brilliant active entrepreneur. He not only takes care of patients, he also um advises businesses around the country on how to operate their practices and has a very lucrative consulting business on the side. He had planned to retire this month in October from the active practice of optometry, although he's going to keep the consulting business going part-time from his retirement home that he's built in another state, not here in Minnesota. Um, COVID moved up his retirement by six months. Now, it's not a huge loss in his case because he already had his exit strategy planned. His his finances were in fine shape. He's going to still make some money off the consulting business. He's fine. But how many other people are there? How many other people are there who are making the decision, I can't afford to work anymore, I'm going to retire, who maybe don't have that plan put into place? I think there's been a significant reallocation of labor supply resulting from a pandemic. This is the supply shock of the economy. And this is why I still believe, to go to, something, go to one of my favorite hobby horses, why I still believe that inflation is not that far away. The most important thing to note in the last two weeks since I last spoke to you is the latest job openings and labor turnover survey showed continued increases in quit rates. People are leaving jobs. And indeed, in the, in the report this week, in the report this week, um, if I look at the number of job leavers, the share of people who are leaving their jobs has risen now from 3, 3.2% in June to now 6.4%. It's doubled over this period. Whereas new entrance has been fairly flat, re-entrance has been slightly increasing. But the number of people who are unemployed because they left their last job has actually risen and actually contributed an additional tenth of a percent to the unemployment rate in this in this month. Look for this to be a continuing trend. People are going to say to themselves as they evaluate, well, how safe am I in the job I have right now? particularly when the stock market continues to be buoyed by a Federal Reserve that's determined to keep interest rates lower for longer, people look at the 401k and they're looking at, they're looking at the COVID case rates and making the decision, I don't think I want to work anymore. I think I want to be done. And that's a really, that's a really serious problem because for many businesses, you're losing a very valued piece of your labor supply. We'll be right back after this. You are listening to The King Banyan Show on Business 1440. Business 1440 is KYCR Golden Valley. So there's this guy named Jordan, and he's a healthy guy. He's a dad of six, and he works as a guide in Alaska. But then he goes to the doctor, and he's diagnosed with cancer. Stage four, and here's the thing. He had switched from medical insurance to MediShare, which is a Christian healthcare sharing ministry. So the question for Jordan and his wife, Jenny, was, is this really going to work? Our medical bills exceeded $160,000. MediShare members shared all our bills. And it was about more than just the money, too. This is a real community. MediShare is, is a family, a group of people that stick with you through the hardest times of your life. I just don't know how I could have done it without MediShare. It's so worth looking into. There's a reason this is growing so fast. If you want to find out more, here's a number for you. 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-B-I-B-L-E. 844-57-BIBLE. Let's face it. Life can get busy. Between work, trips to the cabin on the weekends, keeping your eye on the markets, with everything going on, convenience usually comes at a premium. But Business 1440 is here to make things a bit easier. 
With the iHeartRadio app, you can stream your favorite shows anytime, anywhere, and it's free. Download iHeartRadio from the App Store or listen online at iHeartRadio.com and stay connected with your best financial partner wherever you go. Business 1440. Stay safe in your home with a $4,000 chairlift, now half off for just $2,000 through this special offer from Starlift and this station. There's just one half-price chairlift available. Go to the station's website, click on the More tab and half-price offers, or call the station now. In the Army National Guard, family means everything. They really appreciate what she's done as a sister as well as a soldier and, you know, supporting their country. Our parents, they're really supportive that all five of us would join. Family members that are soldiers in the Army National Guard inspire and influence, setting a path for others. It's validating knowing that, you know, I kind of did my part to make sure this is what they actually wanted and that they feel the same way I do. I'm really proud that we get to help shape the future. And I know that my sisters are going to be amazing soldiers. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard instills pride that you and your family will share in. A lot of pride. And they're just out there doing something every day and then serving the country as well. I got my education because of the Guard. I got to travel a little bit and experience a whole different culture. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association at this station. Whoa, look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Business 1440. Top shelf choices include TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com, our free app, and Radio.com. There was a time I could sing that falsetto song, that falsetto part. You, you won't um, do it for us right now, though, is what you're saying? <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Uh, and I can tell you exactly why. Um, because uh, somewhere around age, it happened around age 20, I, I was a tenor in a chorus and sang tenor lead for a number of things. I got mono in my junior year, my my spring semester, my junior year. And for some reason, an entire octave moved from the top of the range to the bottom of the range. I, I have no idea why. I, I There's actually recordings of me doing college radio before mono, and I don't even recognize that voice. <laughs> It's that I actually heard someone, someone actually had a recording of it and somehow digitized it uh, for me at, uh, who used to be at uh, uh, WSAC, which was the uh, tiny, the tiny station called uh, at St. Anselm College. Uh, And um, someone digitized it and sent it to me. It was like about 30 seconds. I think I was introducing REO Speedwagon. How about that? Um, And, um, and uh, that was... um, just an amazing, uh, uh, amazing uh, event. Uh, and uh, anyway, I heard that and it's like, my God, is that my voice? And I realized, yeah, it is. Wow, what happened to the pitch? So I can't do that anymore. That's why. That's why. So you might wonder, why did we play that? Um, because I think the news is sufficiently bad. Uh, um, Isaac Orr, just uh, uh, from uh, the, from uh, Center of American Experiment, just tweeted at me, uh, uh, responding to the uh, responding. This is the square root recovery. It it is, it is in a very significant sense. I think a square root recovery right now. And because it looks square root, and because square root will not do for people running for re-election, and I think there's pressure on both sides. I firmly believe that there, we're going to end up with a, with a deal. Although, again, I don't think this jobs report was as bad as people thought it was. Can we play, this would be uh, Chris Lowe from FHN Financial. Let's play the first clip from him, please. Well, it, it, I, I'd say it's complicated. Uh, and, and the reason I say that is, look, if if, uh, if Joe Biden gets everything he's proposed in terms of taxes and spending. Oh, no, spending, skip that clip. It's net- skip that. Okay, can you move to the second clip? It's the wrong. It's the, it, I, I need that clip for later. Sorry. Second clip. 
I would argue this was actually a stronger than expected report, given that private payrolls were up 877,000. There was 142,000 upward revision. The unemployment rate unexpectedly falling to 7.9%. And the only reason the headline missed was because uh, local teacher employment was not up enough in September to overcome the seasonal factor. So on a seasonally adjusted basis, it's reported down 230,000. But if you have teachers in your family, I've, I've got a couple of sisters who teach public school, you know they, they went back early this year. Uh, they went back because they had to figure out how they were going to teach, and then they had to be trained so they could teach. And uh, th those teacher numbers were huge in July and August. Uh, compared to a year ago, teacher employment is, is little changed. So, so that, that is the... In simple terms, things things did better than we thought they would do, and I believe that uh, I believe that things that they will continue to move in the right direction. But when people are looking at it and saying, "Oh, it looks like a square root recovery," and I've posted a couple of, of photos that have been given uh, the Neil Irwin one in the New York Times this morning, showing how far down we still are. I think it's impossible to think. Uh, whatever it is, are we 30 days from the election, 31 days from the election, um, from an election? I think it's impossible to imagine that they're not going to try to to run a bill. I believe that that this probably ends up on balance making the election tighter rather than rather than making it more likely. I thought I. At one point, I thought the, the election was decisively moving in a certain direction, and I'll talk about that in the next segment. But, but I think the fact that they are that I I always felt like they were going to get a deal. I thought when they got a deal that it actually would help incumbents, both in the uh, Democratic House and in the White House. And I think I think that's where we are right now. And and so in the next hour, I want to talk about how do you handicap the how do you use your handicapping of the race to think about what's going to happen in in uh, 2021 we'll be back after this you are listening to the king banyan show on business 1440 this message is for anyone looking for 500,000 to a million dollars or more of affordable term life insurance even if you have diabetes high blood pressure or taking anxiety meds here's an example if you're a 50-year-old male, maybe overweight with type 2 diabetes, $1 million of term life insurance may only cost about $200 a month. We're Term Provider, experts in finding affordable term life insurance for those that may not be in perfect health. If you've had prostate cancer, heart conditions, high cholesterol, or on prescription medications, you may still qualify for half a million to a million dollars or more of affordable term life insurance. Get a quick quote by calling Term Provider at 800 555 2085 800-555-2085. If you're looking for term life insurance but have type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, or have other health issues, call Term Provider at 800-555-2085 or visit termprovider.com. Termprovider.com. Lots of emotion left to right. Make the jet sweep. Lance will run up the middle. There goes Trey. Lance, 10, breaks the tackle, 5. NDSU football is back on Saturday. Hi again, everybody. This is Jeff Colhane. Join me and our entire network broadcast team. We're fired up. We know you are as well. It's North Dakota State and Central Arkansas, the one game in the fall of 2020. Listen to Bison football right here. Join us this Saturday afternoon at 2.30 here on Business 1440. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today or wherever our country needs us tomorrow, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, 
We take a stand for each other, for our nation, for us all, the few, the proud, the Marines. Did you know the Business 1440 app can do more than just stream your favorite shows? Here's cool feature number one. You can set an alarm on the app that will automatically start streaming us at whatever time you decide. It's easy. Just open the menu in the upper left-hand corner, select alarm, and choose a time. You can set it to wake you up in the morning with Bill Gunderson or any of your favorite programs. Download the free Business 1440 mobile app today. 